We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. But then I found out, I think that he was like on heroin and like he was in, he was at a bottom of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was proud to be that bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot, a lot of guys get sober after nights with me. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. This is Hannah Dickinson. I'm with Skylar Corby. What's up? What's up? How are you? Got back from Michigan yesterday. I survived. I survived. You know who I did see in Michigan? Who? Wait. Tim Allen. No, but my friend who I stayed with, their family is best friends with his ex-wife. No way. From Michigan, because they met in Michigan. See, I picture Michigan as either the commercials talking about Michigan with Tim Allen or Detroit. Who's the uh, chef who got convicted, or not convicted, who was sexual Meet the Me Too movement? Mario Batali. Mario Batali is who I saw in Michigan. Nice. And he wears all orange. Yes. And like Crocs and shit, right? Yes. So he was wearing all orange with an orange hair tie. And that's how we knew it was him because he's lost a bunch of weight. Hmm. And of course, naturally, I'm going to take a photo of him. Right. So I put it on self-timer. So I could put it low as in like I'm holding it, but clearly not taking a photo. Yeah. But the flash was Uh. on for self-timer. So 10 flashes went off. (laughs) And it was light out. So I couldn't see it because I'm looking straight. I'm not looking at the camera. Because it was so light out that the flash wasn't so obvious. Yeah. But his wife was like, how about we move to the front? And I was like, oh, do you think they could tell us to take a photo? And my friend was like, well, the 10 flashes might have given it away. <laughs> and I didn't even get a fucking clear photo because I don't know why. I just thought it would be funny. And I guess that's not funny in hindsight. I'm just taking a photo of someone who was me too'd. And, uh, I think it's impressive he still has a wife. Right? But I do remember, do you remember this when he apologized? He put out a recipe <laughs> no. for pizza rolls. You don't remember this? No. Oh my God. I'm going to pull this up. The only reason why I even know about him is his fucking Me Too apology. It was. Um, Drown your sorrows in pizza rolls? It was. P.S. In case you're searching for a holiday inspired breakfast, these pizza dough cinnamon rolls are a fan favorite. 
He wrote that after apologizing for his sexual misconduct. So he was like, I'm sorry I said those things to those women. But if you want to keep your mouth shut, keep it full. (laughs) (laughs) Also offensive. uh, Pizza roll cinnamon rolls or pizza dough. Pizza dough cinnamon rolls. I hate to be sitting here thinking I'm like, that actually sounds fucking good. You're like, you need to find that apology (laughs) immediately. You need to find it immediately. You know what, Hannah? I'm so angry. You need to send it right to me. Fuck. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, where's that apology? It's somewhere in my kitchen. (laughs) It's it's Your apology was delicious. (laughs) Yeah, it was the best tasting apology I've ever gotten. Wow. I I don't know how I missed that, but that's incredible. I just remembered that and I was like, who the fuck is Mara Batali? I guess I've seen him on jars of shit, but... He was on like the chew or something. So he left the chew, but they tried to do it as like inconspicuously as possible. I think it was just like, oh, like and Mario had to go. And you're like, I mean, did you kill him off? What happened exactly? Yeah, it's a weird thing in reality when someone gets me too because you can't just kill him off. Like some characters are just murdered. Yeah. And um, yeah, this one was tough. But yeah, that's that's interesting. That's about- a good celebrity sighting, actually. That's nice. It was just crazy because he's been hiding out in Michigan. I was going to say, like, he can't still be here. No. So wow. he's been hiding out in Michigan. And I didn't realize he is the original creator of Italy. I did know that. And he just sold his shares. And someone was like, he had to. And I was like, did he have to or did he sell his shares because of the pandemic? Yeah, I mean. Because Italy is not <laughs> COVID safe. No. It's literally family style. It's the opposite of, it's not Literally pandemic. the opposite of social distancing and, like, being smart about it yeah so I was like if he's putting out a recipe in his apology I don't think he's selling his shares because someone told him he should I think he's doing it because they're not doing well yeah, in this pandemic <laughs> I also find it interesting because he's known for wearing orange so he uh-huh. orange shoes orange hair tie so like he's hiding out but not that but well but still loves the attention yeah he got off to those 10 flashes you know it like I was pretty embarrassed. My friend was like, are you that big of an idiot? And I was like, that's a rhetorical question. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Are you asking? Well, he has a golden doodle. Mm. And so my friend was petting him, the golden doodle. And then Mario Batali was like, oh, do you like my little love muffin? And I was like, dude, have you learned nothing? Yeah, literally stop talking. Love muffins still in your vocabulary. (laughs) Take it out, bro. No muffins. Just don't say anything about a muffin at all, please. Yeah, yeah, I guess love is not the creepy. I'm like, (laughs) love is a creepy fucking word, okay? And you're like, that's not the creepy word. Muffin is for sure. Um, But muffin is in a chef's vocabulary. That gets confusing. Uh, No, I do think it's hard, though, sometimes... I, this sounds I'm not making excuses for men but I do think men truly don't know how to act around women like we had a sexual harassment course at work mm-hmm. and our sexual harassment trainer was like when is it okay to give your coworker of the opposite sex a hug and a guy raises his hand and was like in the morning <laughs> <laughs> and I burst out laughing <laughs> I am like <laughs> What network are you with, sir? Because we've got a job for you over yeah, here. Yeah, how are you not with Comedy Central? You were the funniest guy I've ever met in my life. He's wearing a fedora while he's saying that. And uh, the woman was like so horrified, just like, no, no. is that what you've been doing? Like, <laughs> have you just been giving? My morning hugs. But the guy, to be in his defense, he wasn't, he, he, not in his defense, but this guy wasn't creepy. He genuinely... Did I, not know. Yeah, yeah. He seemed like a very happy, warm guy who... I could see him giving me a hug and me being like, oh, I don't want to do this, but it's fine. Like, it's fine because I'm not a hugger. 
See, I am, but like, I feel like I can see it in other people. But I would also draw the line at work. There were very few people, even like work friends that I liked when I would work in an office that I'm like, we don't have to do that. It's okay. Yeah. I also just think in the morning, that's not when you hug someone. You hug someone when they've adjusted, had their breakfast, had a coffee. Yeah. I don't like being talked to before 10 a.m. ever. Ever. So like, definitely don't touch me. That's just a bad call, sexual harassment or not. Just morning's never a good time to approach. No. Yeah. I'm just not a hugger. And I blame that on not having a dog, I think. I think I was never like a touchy person Mm because I never... I don't know I was just my parents aren't touchy but I I try to get better in COVID now I'm like (laughs) now's the time I want to touch people now's the time I'll look someone in the eye when I have sex with them but (laughs) I didn't know you were a hugger big hugger but again I can like sense it in other people so I like I wait for the other person to initiate it and then I go all in but I'm all about the hug really yeah are you a cuddler uh it depends and I would never say that like a love language of mine is like physical touch or something because I don't necessarily I don't need to be touching somebody all the time. But like my foot will probably be touching my boyfriend at, in some way if we're sitting on the couch just because there's always a thing in the back of my mind where I'm like, if you're really trying to avoid my touch, this is how I'm going to figure out if you're mad at me. or not. Yeah, no, I weirdly feel like physical touch is a part of my love language, even though I'm not a hugger because yeah. I'm like. This guy really needs to break this fucking ice barrier. Mm-hmm. He needs to cool it. You know, he needs to warm up the ice. Yeah. If I'm on a date, I need a guy to like touch my leg because I need to know that he's interested. Yeah. Like I wouldn't rank it in the top, but it's definitely in there somewhere. But for me, I get nervous when I'm about to kiss a guy or mm-hmm. if he goes in for a hug or any sort of closeness that he can smell me. So I weirdly, even if I've showered, I always make sure to shower right before a date because I'm like I don't know it's just I can't have a <laughs> gotta close that window of opportunity yeah, for any kind of odor I don't know how where I walk that day you know <laughs> I'm a big walker in New York I gotta take a shower I gotta brush my teeth I gotta have a piece of gum in because I, I just get so nervous mm-hmm. that I smell yeah so I think I, I if I come across as cold it's because I'm nervous I smell now and I'm thinking about it a lot has someone told you you or is this just like a baseless no one's told me I've smelled. Okay. And well, I haven't heard that. It's not like I'm like, I heard Hannah's pussy stinks. Like that's not, I'm I'm ending that rumor now in case <laughs> that is out there. <laughs> but uh, it's just uh, anxiety. It's a weird anxiety that yeah. I've had. And I think it's because I've kissed guys who they've smelled, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, am I ever this person? Yeah, I feel like that's where a lot of my anxiety comes from, where I'm just like, I recognize so many things in other people. That I'm like, well, I don't want people to think that about me. So I'm just constantly overcorrecting things that probably weren't even there in the first place. And then I like bring them to light. Yeah. So now that you've mentioned this, I'm going to be terrible. Like I'm a big perfume person anyway. Like I like smelling good and I'm probably about to overdo it because of this conversation. I mean, I did that for a while and then I had an acting teacher tell me that she's allergic to my perfume and asked me to stop wearing it to class. Mm. And it was a 20 person class. So the fact that she knew it was me, I think it was (laughs) alarming. (laughs) Maybe just stop showing up. But like we'll start with the perfume and kind of push you out the door slowly. Your acting is secondary, also terrible. But I can't even (laughs) see your acting because my eyes are watering from the, your smell of <laughs> what perfume. was your perfume at the time elizabeth and james oh oh yeah the nirvanas i think so i can't yep. remember I, I don't wear it anymore oh that's too bad nirvana white is a good one so i don't think it was white it was the brown bottle oh that was the bourbon vanilla one i had that well my acting teacher hated you so <laughs> well fuck her <laughs> actually that is now that you mentioned that that is an anxiety of mine i'm always terrified that like 
sitting here right now, I'm horrified. You that smell great. Now you can smell my feet. No, I can't. You can't? No, I okay, can't. Okay, well, that's I incredible. Have, well, because we sat on the ground with Zach. I wouldn't have sat on the ground if I thought your feet smelled. <laughs> oh, good. Good to know. <laughs> but your feet don't smell. Do you have smelly feet? I think I do technically, but I think I'm also so hyper aware of it that I wear, quite honestly, I do wear probably like three or four different pairs of shoes every day. Like if I'm leaving my apartment, I'm not wearing the shoes that I walked out in three hours before. And is you're afraid? It's because you're afraid your feet. Are yeah, because I'm like I need to let those shoes dry out and air out. Otherwise, they're going to get like dank and smelly. Whenever a guy bails on me, I'm like, did I smell? Mm. Did this pussy stink? <laughs> just tell me. Just fucking tell me. Put that on a t-shirt. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Just. <laughs> Or like a pair of Sophie shorts across the butt. <laughs> Does this pussy stink? That's yes. actually my merch. Merch plug. <laughs> $15. Yeah, way more than today. that. It's so hard to sell merch. I've sold zero anything. I've tried to sell merch. Maybe that's everybody's Christmas present this year. I'll just hook No, up I don't think you. you want this merch. I'll check it out. Someone was like, Hannah, why do you expect anyone to wear this? And I'm like, because if they're a true fucking fan. What's it look like? It's, um... I think I have it on here. I didn't put that much thought into it. <laughs> I didn't really try, so... I'm like, you know, it's really nothing. It's really nothing. Let me pull it up for you. Um, <laughs> it's nothing. Don't look at it. Don't look. Uh, here it is. Um, <laughs> she just goes over to the don't next look, tab. Don't like, look. Oh, weird. <laughs> it's already here. It's so weird. It's actually my homepage. See? Zero dollars. Oh, zero profit. Nice. Let's see. This is a solid seven. I like that, actually. See, this is the front of the shirt. Who would want to wear this? <laughs> that's the front <laughs> yeah no back to solid seven maybe i shouldn't have a photo of me that might be it right I mean, my grandma would look great in the hoodie so just whose ass is that yeah i just don't really know what merch i don't Should know be. yeah what the fuck is I don't know. Yeah, right it's like doing a podcast it's like get over yourself <laughs> um, anyway have you heard of cameo yeah so this guy two days ago requested a cameo that was I had, it was weird he might have even deleted it because I I didn't <laughs> you didn't jump on it fast enough. well it was okay so he said not a foot thing probably weirder already I was like I can't wait <laughs> will you be willing to give yourself like a super bad wedgie with your underwear talk about it and wedgies in general tell me I'm a nerd who deserves a really bad wedgie and wish you could give it to me I was like, um, this is not OnlyFans. I don't want to talk about wedgies. Yeah, what's there to talk about? I know, they hurt. I have eczema on my asshole. I don't suggest getting one because over time your asshole can deteriorate. Maybe I should send that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that worked for me, so. How bad do I need $11? Yeah, that's lunch. I guess we got to get off because I got to go do this. <laughs> <laughs> we suddenly just got really busy. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like that's a weird thing to request. I mean, I guess every guy's a kink. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, that's probably even one of the tamer ones because I'm like, I get it. Really? Kind of. Why? Because like it's the same idea as like when guys think it's really, really sexy if you're walking in a sundress and like the sundress blows in between your legs and gets caught in your butt. There's tons of people that think that's so hot. I'm like. Oh, because you see an outline of their you ass. You see an outline of. Yeah. Yeah, that's so it's like the same idea, but it's just like forcing that instead of letting the wind take care of it. But the talking about wedgies, I don't quite get. You're a big fat loser. I want to give you a wedgie. That doesn't even sound hot. No, 
it sounds like an episode of like recess <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like who is this guy he seems troubled maybe we should just meet up <laughs> i mean don't even send him the cameo just be like here's my number <laughs> well maybe i was like maybe i could tell him to give me like a tip but then i was like hannah <laughs> just work harder write better scripts write better jokes and work harder why are you debating whether to get eleven dollars to tell a guy to get a wedgie i mean that might be cheap so maybe you've just not explored this like niche quite yet so this is the door that's opening to you you're like oh i get to do wedgie play now and then you don't actually have to show anything the term you're looking for, Skylar, is prostitute. That is the term <laughs> you're looking for. And I'm not there yet. I will talk about my pussy, but I will not talk about wedgies. And that is where I draw the line. <laughs> They're called standards. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I just, I've had too many bad experiences and I... Maybe that's what he's looking for. He's looking for like the traumatic story. You're like, this reminds me of... <laughs> of when I was bullied or when I was anally entered. Try both. <laughs> Combine them. This cameo is a two-parter because I really (laughs) need to talk to someone about this, actually. Ma'am, I only wanted like a 15-second video. You're going on for like 30 minutes. I just start crying. I'm like, (laughs) so now we're hitting ninth grade. And he's like, shut the fuck up. Just I will pay you $1,000 to never do this again. And then you found it. Then you found the benefit. Um, Okay. Our guest today, very funny. Zach Noe Towers. He's a comedian in L.A., I knew him from the internet. We were an internet friend. Oh. We were internet friends. Uh-oh. And then I went to LA and we met in person. And he's cool. He's very funny. It worked out. It worked out. Um, you beat the odds. Hell yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Gotcha, bitch. I'm actually going to do the ads right now. I got to do it. I got to get it out of the way. I feel very awkward reading ads. I don't know if I'm good at reading ads. I've never booked a voiceover commercial ever. So I always feel weird doing this, but here we are. We're still with Indeed because the offer is through December 31st. So I will probably be doing this ad until December 31st because right now Indeed is offering a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which is more quality candidates so you can see them faster. I honestly don't know who's listening to this podcast that owns a business I can only imagine what that business looks like, and I'm not even sure if you're using Indeed. I imagine you're using Craigslist. However, Indeed, you get better candidates. So try Indeed, free $75 credit, indeed.com slash bluewire. This is the best offer anywhere. Terms and conditions apply, of course, and offer valid through December 31st. Also, football is back in full swing, apparently. I don't know. I don't watch football, but, you know, men aren't texting me back, so they're busy with something, and I imagine it's this bullshit. However, if you are into football, maybe you're not into football. Maybe you're just into gambling. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you have every possible chance to win the season, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Wow, I don't think I said that right. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere. You can get in on their opening season bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division championship futures all day, every day, which honestly doesn't sound healthy for a gambling site. But look, I ate peanut butter M&Ms for breakfast, so who am I to be a judge of what's healthy? So head to bet online and take advantage of great sign-up bonuses. And don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, at betonline.ag. Dot ag. Also, 
I'm obviously going to do an ad for myself. It feels so desperate to be like, tell your friends to listen to my podcast, but here we are. You know, I'm doing it, so I might as well fucking lean in. And here's the thing. I don't have that many reviews on iTunes, and it, it does bother me because I know other podcasts. Of course, I checked out their reviews. They're fucking flooring in the reviews. And they don't, I don't, I don't not think they have as many listeners as me, but I think I have lazy listeners, which I really love and respect. You don't even have to do a description. Just hit the five stars. Just do it and tell your friends to listen to this. I don't know why. It's honestly every day. I'm like, why do I do this podcast? I'm literally just talking about my life and possibly ruining it. But at the same time, it's kind of fun, right? I need to contact my therapist. All right, you know what? We're going to start. Today I'm in a better mood because Trump's not president, so I feel... <laughs> and, and I you put have your butt to say, out on uh, Instagram looked I, very good. And I, it, I lost hundreds of followers. No um, way. For showing yeah, your butt, you lost followers? For showing my... Yeah, 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 yeah. And doesn't that make it sound like it's a grotesque butt? <laughs> it's like... It, I showed like not, kind though. of like... It's not. It's like a cute little perky peach. And it's just like I showed like a window of my butt. Like I was wearing a T-shirt. I was just pulling down my shorts. I yeah, I woke up. I like lost like over 200 followers. Isn't that crazy? Do you think it's because they were Trump supporters? Maybe. But like at this point, how do you not know I'm not a Trump supporter? Right. You know, like you stuck around this long and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Honestly, and I well, I posted on Twitter honestly as an experiment, and I lost like ten followers there. I lost a lot of followers this week too. Did you because yeah. of saying like "boo Trump"? Yeah, on on Twitter, I lost like I think a hundred, uh, over a hundred. Wow. I was always retweeting Black Lives Matter causes yeah. and where to donate, but I don't think I've Same. ever been. I mean, I think I've made jokes about Trump, but I've never been like "fuck you." Sure. Not because I don't feel that, but because I was like, what's the joke? Where's yeah. the punchline? You know, I felt like it was very hack. Yeah. But I think me this week being like, fuck you, you lost, you loser. People yeah, were like, fuck wow, this girl's so bad. That was direct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like have for a while now been a firm believer of not really being overly negative online. So like my version of dealing with Trump was to literally never mention him in a tweet, never repost anything he said, never acknowledge him. You know what I mean? Like I let other people do it. Like I hate him. I don't need to waste my time tweeting about him in any way. But yeah, same thing. Like Saturday was like Christmas. I literally skipped down Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. Like skipped. Like I haven't skipped in forever. <laughs> skipped and screamed and danced. And like it was, I I don't know. I'm still kind of riding high. You you both are in New York. Yeah. Yes. But I was in Michigan. So, uh, uh, what was it like there? Was it like cricket? <laughs> the opposite. A little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of the opposite. But it was a very, I was in a very rural area. So there was no one in town. But the only people in town were old white men. Sure. And I, I was telling Skylar, I heard one group of guys being like, it's because of COVID. You know, we lost because of COVID. And in my head, though, what's fucked up is I was like, at least they're admitting they lost. Yes. Even Fox News, it was like, oh, it warmed my heart that they're like, yeah, he's not conceding. It's being weird. He lost. You know, that just like makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. My friend who I was with, she was on Facebook and she was like, God, my aunt on Facebook right now is acting crazy. And I was like, I bet there are so many people who said that today. My aunt is being oh, crazy yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> like, yeah, bitch. It's, it's your like, aunt on Facebook. That's, that's what, what it's Facebook for is literally point. for. Yeah, like yeah. it's for crazy ants and that's it. Do you two check Facebook? I like begrudgingly check it like once every couple days. No. No, I sometimes no. check it just randomly <laughs> like it's an accident. 
Like I run out mm-hmm. of apps to go through. So I'm like, what's on Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then like four minutes well, later, you're like the same thing as always. Not, I'm out. Like, not this- good. It's just like it's a meme graveyard of racism. Yes. I thought about deleting my Facebook, but for a while, that's where I was getting contacted to do shows. So yeah. I didn't want to delete that. But now it, it does feel stupid to have. But people who are like, I'm deleting my Facebook for political reasons. I'm like, what about Instagram? It's owned by Facebook. Yeah. It's by Facebook. Yeah, shut up. Um, also, I log into things, I think, with Facebook still. Yeah. It'll be like log in with Facebook and I just hit that button. And I'm like in and I'm like, great, you know. Yeah. yeah, it makes life easier. I know. I think I only really use it at this point for some stuff for work. And then if I ever want to pull up like a throwback Thursday picture. Sure. Like, let me go back sure. In and let's look at the albums Dude, from 2010. I was going to say this is dating me, but like I was a freshman in college when Facebook came onto the scene. Yeah. Like my college is one of like the 20 colleges they did. You went to Harvard? <laughs> I went <laughs> Yeah, basically. Um Indiana University, the Harvard of, of Indiana. Yeah. Um, I've heard that actually. But it has literally pictures of me from, you know, nineteen years old yeah. to now, which is crazy. We were just talking about because Skylar and I went to high school together. Oh. Yeah. We were just saying that I'll go on Tinder at home just to see if guys from high school will like me now. And (laughs) (laughs) it's honestly usually a no. It's usually a pass. But But just in case. How far are you out from high school? I graduated in 2010. I was 2008. Okay, the dudes that I wanted to fuck in high school have looked like bloated corpses Mm -hmm. now. Oh, yeah. Same. So, like, they dad-botted it up real quick. Yeah, real fast. Yeah, but it's still a redemption thing. You know what I mean? It's just to prove. (laughs) I was like, I fucking knew I was better than you. Let me prove it. Um, but now they're all off of it because they're all married. So I'm like, I got to get them in the second round. Yeah, you know? they'll be back. <laughs> Give it three years. They'll be back. Wait, where are you from, Zach? Are you from Indiana? Uh, no, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. After Indiana, I moved to L.A. and I've been here for 12 years. Okay, because I was in L.A., started stand-up in L.A., and I knew about you. Like, I had seen oh. your stand-up, mm. and it was very Did you see funny. him on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. I think I actually <laughs> saw your stand-up on Facebook. We matched on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. She super liked um, it. Yeah, you don't look like any of the guys I went to high school with, sadly. Um, I, no, but I remember watching your stuff and being like, you're so funny. And then I assumed you had come from New York because I was there, but maybe you just weren't doing open mics. <laughs> and I was. Yeah, I've like, <laughs> I mean, admittedly, like, I've always hated open mics. I know that's bad to say. I just like, they hurt my soul. Same. Um, so I like, I did like shitty bar shows a lot and then just kind of crawled. I would have, I'd be farther along, I think, if I did more open mics, but you know. No, but I feel like you were, um, you did blow up, like, <laughs> No, in a way that I saw you and I was like, oh, he must be coming from New York. Because I feel like that's what happens. Sure. Everyone was like, oh, "Oh, they're from New York. Yeah, hit the scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, And then I saw your stand-up and it was very dark, which I love. Yeah. I don't know. I really loved it. Did your epic special come out recently? Yeah, but I'm not trying to tell people to watch it. I was too nervous and I said like way too much. And I got emails. I got personal emails telling me I said like too much, which I agree with them. From who? From who? Anonymous. People? Anonymous. Like, oh, oh. Poopity poop poop. Trolls? Seven, seven. <laughs> wow. How did they find your email? Sad. Just like on your website? 
I think you can find it through Instagram. I'm okay. not really sure, but I got two separate. It's only two, but then someone on Twitter also said it, and I was like, I know, because I hadn't been doing stand-up for five months, and I'm fucking nervous, and I'm saying like, 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 because I'm a fucking woman and who's insecure <laughs> about everything I say. So I guess my point is, don't watch it. <laughs> no. Well, the clips I've seen that I have seen online are very, very, very funny, and I say like and um all the time all the time well that makes me feel better because i've watched your stand-up and i've never noticed it here you go maybe oh good yeah i think it's i think and don't let man i had to stop reading comments a year or two ago because like people they just have too much time on their hands and like hate in their hearts it's a bummer that people have to like try to tear us down when all we're trying to do is make people laugh it's psychotic yeah i agree it's crazy i will admit i one time left a negative comment on miley cyrus's youtube music video and it was a very odd music video. And I was like, this bitch needs more friends. And it got 45 <laughs> likes, that comment. And <gasps> the excitement I felt. <laughs> like, you get it. You're like, oh, this well. is, I think I was in high school at the time or whatever. YouTube just took off and I was just sure. sad. And the thrill of people liking that comment of me to Miley Cyrus, because it has so many views, people are going to see that comment. So forever. I'm going to get more likes as it's a sickness. It is an illness. Would sure. you say that was the catalyst for where you are today? I mean, it's not far <laughs> off. <laughs> no, I love it. I want Miley to comment on your epic special. It says like a bit too much for me. I want her to comment on it, too. Because I think <laughs> she has epics and more people yeah. will probably get it then. A bunch of people are like, how do you get epics? I'm like, you can download it if you have a smart TV. And they're like, ah, Sounds I, like a lot of work. Yeah, it's like, oh, bummer. Can you send me a hard yeah. copy? <laughs> I'm like, no, bitch. They're like, is it free somewhere? Yeah, I feel your pain. The, the, I do this I do this show on E and nobody has E anymore. Like I what, used to watch E on like basic cable or yeah. not basic cable, but like cable. Nobody I know has access to E. Does that make sense? No, because I feel like a lot of people, my mom watches E. She's probably your biggest fan. What? <laughs> Wait, what's the um, show called? Um, Dating No Filter. Ew, now I feel gross that I, I'm not meaning to plug my stuff on this. No, it's... <laughs> no, I don't... It was just like commiserating that people are like, oh, I have to get Hulu Live for $55 a month in order to see your show? Like, absolutely not. Even my mom doesn't watch it. <laughs> no, I didn't think you were plugging the show at all. I was genuine. Now I feel bad that I didn't, you know, know that. No, no, no. It's a it's a date. It's a dating show. It's blind dates and then six comedians making jokes throughout the dates. It's kind of like people's couch, or like guy code, girl code vibes. Nice. I feel like I honestly auditioned for that and got a pass. So now um, I'm angry. They did. <laughs> Thanks for bringing no, it up, Zach. <laughs> um, they did like God. Now it's probably two years ago. They they and they flew in people from New York and stuff. To do like um, a pilot, a non-airing pilot, sort of. And it was just like a bunch of people commenting on dates. You would be great for it. As the one on the date or the yeah, one I commenting feel like I on? Yeah, I would be the one on the date. Being safe. I think both. You can break You can break the fourth wall on the date and like look at the camera <laughs> and be like, what's this guy thinking? <laughs> and then he's like, I'm right here. I- well, I'm right here. <laughs> I always wonder what guys are thinking. So maybe that would be helpful. That would be great. I'm always like, what is this guy thinking? My therapist is like, stop trying to read guys' minds. You're only hurting yourself. And I was like, geez. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think if we could hear what guys were thinking, we it only give us more pain. There's no way there's like pure, beautiful thoughts going on. If what we're getting is what we're getting right now, like there's no way what's inside is like better. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> yes. I, my coworker the other day, he went on a date with this really hot guy. And he was like, honestly, it makes sense he's single. He's really ADD and um, a little all over the place. And I was like, fuck, is that how guys describe me? <laughs> he was like, way to bring it back to you. I'm like, no, but I wonder, you know, I do. My brain is all over the place. So the fact that this guy, it's easy to pick up on someone scared me. Sure. Are you ADD? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. A- <laughs> For sure. I mean, there are perks to that. Sometimes, yeah. I just remember so vividly when I first moved to New York. I was so cold, so I went back into my apartment to get a jacket, and then I forgot and came out with a popsicle. Wow. That's bad. And then I was like, (laughs) I'm so cold, and I was like, holy shit, I went in for a jacket. And you made it worse. Yeah. You made it actively worse. Like, I got back (laughs) in my apartment, and I was like, why did I come in here? Obviously a snack. (laughs) I'm hungry, and I want to suffer, so. (laughs) A cold, tasty treat. Yeah. Uh, But I also, I mean, I have anxiety, so I take, I do take vivance but i also take zoloft i feel like they just cancel each other out yeah i am um i'm seeking out a psychiatrist to go on like to to, like look out like an antidepressant or an anti-anxiety of some sort there we go do you both take one i have major anxiety but i do not take medication for it so i'm just (gasps) riding the wave wait why can i ask why because maybe it's the same reason i haven't i am way too confident in myself and I think in my head I would rather like find out how to fix it and fix it without medication so then I can be like okay so it wasn't the medication I did that on my own but that's yeah. been like a four-year project that is not working <laughs> out and I'm getting significantly worse it's like a birdhouse that's just sitting as a pile of wood yeah it, it's like the birdhouse where you're like this will be fine and it's still in the box so yeah. it doesn't it hasn't been going well but that's my reasoning I'm like I want to see if I can do it on my own and I can't so it's kind of a, a pride thing. It's a pride thing for sure. But then it's also just like once I get on the antidepressants or the anxiety medication, when do I get off and then what happens? And I, I don't know. Cause, yeah. Because of the anxiety. <laughs> I was on Zoloft and then I got off of it. Mm-hmm. It just got so bad that it was disrupting my day, my anxiety. When you were off of it. When I was off of it. So I was off of it for two years. And then I got because I thought it was making me fat. Honestly, that's why I didn't want to be on it interesting because you just felt more comfortable like eating and chilling instead of going 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 well truth be told I was smoking so much weed I was eating probably 6,000 calories a day (laughs) so (laughs) I was like I don't want to take a little blue pill but I will have two pizzas to myself thank you (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was gonna say so for me it's the exact same thing as you Skylar it's like uh I don't want to depend on a pill to Mm -hmm. fix me or like to get through every day I don't want to take but I've been saying that for so long and it's just like what is the harm in taking a little I also have to acknowledge like my mom and sister are so they're such anxious people and I'm like oh this is like in my blood this is a family affair you know like mm-hmm. I need to get over myself but it, honestly I've had like the psychiatrist number on my wall for like three weeks you know it took me forever to look for the number and it's like I think I'm just gonna do it yeah now I'm just you guys are my therapist there sorry yeah, no, as, honestly, <laughs> someone who's never taken a science class or paid attention when I did uh <laughs> take medication <laughs> uh are, are your sister and your mom on med? I guess you don't want to out them oh no no my mom is on something and it was literally like she was like she won't listen to this kind of a volatile woman she was very like ah you know fire breathing dragon like very emotional 
angry and then like she started taking this like whatever she takes and it was like the missing puzzle piece in this woman's life and she's been on it for like seven years now and she's just cool as a cucumber she's still my mom she's super present she's super loving she just doesn't freak out all the time Mm, yeah that's a glowing endorsement (laughs) honestly yeah but my sister my sister's like us where she's like I can get through this I don't need blah 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 I I can figure out my a solution on my own and I'm like I've been trying babe and like I don't want to look back in 10 years and be like oh I still live you know, I still have a roommate in my apartment because I'm not achieving things because I'm like stuck. I can't clear this hurdle, you know? Yeah. yeah. You can always try it and then get off. And um, I wanted to switch to Wellbutrin from Zoloft. And then my therapist thinks my anxiety, it would give me more anxiety because hmm. Wellbutrin's more for depression. Hmm. Yeah. But also like ADD, right? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But she's like, if you're switching medications or getting off of one, you should be in a safe environment, which is like scary. Let everyone know. To know that. Wow. Because I, I had a friend get off Lexapro and she went insane. Oh, you see, I hate to hear that. Yeah, no, I know. Like, I'm just telling you that. We're that. Side. I'm just, I guess we I'm, not so close. I'm not helping. I'm not helping. I was like, about to take the pill. I was like, <laughs> it's hard. It's tough to say, but I once said to my psychiatrist, I was like, you think this medication is going to like kill me early? Is this bad for me? She goes, right. Well, what's five years of your life if you have a good life? Stop. And I was like, five Stop. years? That's kind of a lot. <laughs> a lot of shit can happen in five years. Five years is like kind of a big chunk. It's not it's like, oh, six big months. Big chunk of time. Right. But I also, oh, I don't funny. know. I do think it's, um, if you're stressed out all the time, your blood pressure has got to be not great. So it's like, stress is not good for the body. Yeah. So I can't imagine if you feel very stressed out that a pill would be worse. Right. Completely. And it's just value of life. Maybe I will give up five years if I can be like happy, productive, and like serene, you know? Yeah. If I'm not like on the edge every single day. Yeah. I'm probably wasting five years of my life like freaking out or like, Exactly. Being so anxious that I like Don't can't gotta, move. Yeah. That I'm just scrolling through my phone even though I'm not looking at anything. Like that can't possibly right. be helpful either. Ugh. So switching from app to app to yeah. app. That's always been a lot of my days still. I'm just like this app, this app, this app, this app, this app, this yeah. app, this app, this <laughs> app. You know? I don't know if that's a pill. Is that is that pre quarantine though? I feel like that's a very quarantine. Uh, I can't remember life pre-quarantine, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I, I feel that. I feel that. I'm sure I did sometimes. It's only going to get worse as, like, things become more phone-oriented, you know? Thank God Quibi didn't make it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One less thing to worry about. <laughs> Were you on Quibi? I was going to say, I know we probably all had shows on Quibi. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no, me neither. But, like, every didn't it feel like everybody else had a show on Quibi? It feels like everyone had a show on Quibi or was involved in a show on Quibi. I, it felt like prom. <laughs> I was like, why am I not invited to this? <laughs> I'm pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded it for Jared or uh, Nikki Fresh. But I thought that show was good. I think they can resell that to something else. I think so many of those shows will find places, homes, other places. But I told I'll tell every people, everybody this. I downloaded Quibi. I watched Jared's show. I tried to take a fucking screen grab. It wouldn't let me. And I was like, fuck this app. And I never opened it again. I did that too. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I was like, no, I don't. I don't have no interest in you. But also, I found it very dumb that they didn't let you do screen grabs because that would have been so much promotion. Yeah, <gasps> it's free advertising. Yeah, I don't get it. We're still a meme culture. Like, that's how we, like, communicate. It's It's got to be part of the reason that they didn't make it. 
I, I mean, I did really like Nikki Fresh, but I tried to watch Chrissy Teigen's show. Yeah. Yeah. Which could have worked. And, like, it seems like the type of garbage we as Americans love to consume. But, but it's no. easier to just have Judge Judy on the background while you're doing something else on your phone. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the issue with that, <gasps> that TV, too, is you can't be on I your never phone. thought about that. We like to watch things while on our phone doing something else. But if you're doing that thing, you can't check Instagram during it. Yeah. We yeah. need to wow. multitask. And they fucked that up. You're a little sleuth, a little detective. That was great. No, but I really felt like that's how I felt watching Chrissy Teigen's courtroom show. I was like, this would be fine to have on if I wasn't trying to also be on Instagram. And I yeah. also felt like Chrissy Teigen's Instagram was better than her show. Yeah. So, sure. I mean, I don't know. I had a show on Snapchat, so that's arguably worse. <laughs> you have a show on Snapchat? Wait, is it? What's the show? Oh, wait, what is it? I've seen it. I don't, I'm not on Snapchat. Can you believe? I mean, you're an adult, so yeah. I can. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for not being, You're also not on a sex pedophile list, so <laughs> I believe it. Well, I dated a 20-year-old before quarantine, and that was a fucking shit show. How did that turn out? Bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, I, if you want the full, like, uh, short story. Yes. Of course. I was... I was home in St. Louis, Missouri for Christmas last year, matched with this boy on Tinder. Didn't really see his age at the time, but I did knew I found out very quickly he was 20. He had already seen my comedy. He came to my show because I do a show in St. Louis, like a holiday show. And then he was like, that was so funny. I'd love to hang out. I have to go dance for greasy old men now. And I was like, oh, are you a dance? He's a stripper. It's a 20 year old stripper and in East St. Louis, they can do full nudity at this gay strip club. What's so that then area and, called? Um, oh, East St. Louis. We're it's looking like up actually an, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it's in um, Illinois. Actually, it's right across the river. So you like pass by the arch and then you're like in East St. Louis, which is like where all the strip clubs are gay and straight. But yeah, my first conversation with him was like at the bar, him naked and like picking up a dollar with his cock and balls. That's impressive. Yeah. Do men get on the pole? Is this an ignorant question? I'm just wondering. It. I just imagine it might hurt. Like if they hit it wrong. <laughs> I'm like, do they wear a cup? I guess not. No. no, their junk is out there, but they absolutely work the pole. Yeah. Yeah. And so how long did you guys date for? So we literally hung out like almost every day that I was home in St. Louis. And he already had an L.A. trip on the books in January. So we came out to L.A. And then we hung out then. And then we talked every day. We FaceTimed all the time. And then he asked if he could come stay with me for spring break. And his spring break was like the week they announced quarantine. This is crazy. So we got in on like Monday. He was supposed to leave on Sunday, right? Thursday is when they announced that it was going to be locked down. And we were like, we should go to Hawaii. Me and my friends were like, let's go to Hawaii. It's so cheap. It's so cheap. Uh, we almost book a trip to Hawaii. Friday morning, I wake up and his ex in St. Louis had sent me a message on Instagram. Super calm and cool. But this long expose about this kid. And he was like, I don't know what he's telling you, but he's still trying to get back together with me. He tells me I'm the love of his life. And when he talks about you, he says he's just dating you to move to L.A. and break into the business. Kind of a compliment. I mean, yeah, that's huge. <laughs> like, I am verified. So. I am verified. Um, but uh, I'm not the right person. I have what? <laughs> like, I have a, I have a, have a an roommate agent? in an apartment that I rent. <laughs> yeah it's crazy He's like gersh so, um, Oof, i gotta suck this dick <laughs> 
but he's like in bed and I'm just like seething. And then when he wakes up, we like had this like argue, not argument. He was like, I called him on it. He admitted it. And it was like really sad. And then he like changed his flight to like the next morning. Wait, he admitted that he was only dating you to. So I was like, I said all these things and he was like, I was like, have you, did you say that? And he was like, uh, I said that at one point, but it's not how I feel anymore. And like this kid, like I have to say is like the sweetest kid alive. His dad passed away in the past year and he sends money home to his mom and brother who are like in Texas and like super poor. He was a doll. Like, I don't know how to describe it. And like in LA, he'd take us to dinner. He'd like pay for things. He was very like a, a part of the, the, yeah, yeah. And, um, anyway, it was just like a real, I wish this story is more entertaining, but it's not. It's just sad at the end. No, I mean, that's crazy to me he would admit that one yeah uh he's obviously too young to know the term deny till you die Uh, (laughs) 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 that's why i don't date 20 year olds Uh, right but it's i think i don't know usually when i call guys out on their shit i just never hear from them again um so i guess it does speak to him being nice that he told you the truth yeah for sure. Like he yeah. owned up to it. But so. he was probably also painting it to his ex-boyfriend like it's not a thing so that he can like keep fucking his ex-boyfriend, which it's it's so dumb because like I think I'm going to ultimately be in like a polyamorous or an open relationship. So it's like we don't live in the same city. Fuck your ex all day long. I don't care. You know, Just it's don't like bring the drama. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you're using me like wrong, wrong old gay little one. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable so he just what is he doing now he's not i guess you don't talk anymore because it's like no, he's we not don't a talk. stripper or maybe he is maybe st louis is back open oh that's a great I, you know i have no idea he went home he was almost almost done with say it with me college um, <laughs> and uh he had like i guess another semester left but yeah i don't know he planned to move out here wow time flies this past summer but I don't, I don't think he did. I feel like I'd be able to feel his energy. Presence. Yeah. 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 I mean, he lost his business connect, so it's a little hard. Yeah. <laughs> when you burn your business ties. Uh, but you were dating yeah. someone else. That's not who you were dating when I saw you in L.A., right? Did okay. You have a so no. And that was going to be like my crazy bitch story, sort of. Or oh, yeah. Crazy... We can go into the go. crazy bitch yeah. story. Yeah. Well, and it's not even that crazy. It's just I he was a closet Trump supporter. Oh, what? And I was so I knew his parents supported Trump, but um I would like make jabs at his parents, I guess. Um for wait, are either of you Trump No, you're not. No. Neither of you are Trump. Okay, I just I you never know. I don't want to be like blabbing my mouth. Um but I would make this jabs at his parents. If I was, I would not yeah. say it. Again, deny till you die. <laughs> yeah, truly. Um, I would make jabs at his parents for like also probably being racist or probably not being like, believing in science or probably hating gay people. And I guess he just had enough. We were like driving to lunch to meet one of my friends and he started defending how Trump was handling the pandemic. And I was like, what? Like, what? And he kept giving like, these dumb Fox News like sound bites, like, well, you know, America is one of the biggest countries in the world, right? I was like, 
we're one of the most developed countries in the world. Like, what are you talking about? This is psychotic. And he's like, well, he couldn't have known that it was going to be that bad. I was like, there's a sound clip of him saying, I knew it was going to be bad. I knew it was going to be deadly. I was like, I was like almost screaming, you know, my high pitched nasal voice at like a decimal you don't want to hear. And then we like went to lunch with my friend and I'm just like, I probably over chewed my food I probably ground I grinded my food to a pulp like my my jaw was just clenched I was staring at him the whole time just like and in my head I was like can I ever suck this guy's dick again like can I suck this guy's dick knowing what I know I couldn't and like on the way on the drive home from lunch we were broken up and it was really sad because like we woke up boyfriends and then you know by lunchtime we were donezo but he lived in Newport right Costa Mesa, yeah, same diff. He's also 6'3". Does that mean anything to either of you? Of course. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one to lose. He was a goofy fashion gay who was 6'3". And had a multi-poo puppy, which is like one of the cuter dogs out there. When I realized I wasn't going to see that dog anymore. That's almost worse than like not seeing the person again. Yeah. I do think most of my friends in abusive relationships stay for the dog, for sure. Stop. Wait. Oh, my God. They're like, I can't just leave. (gasps) The dog. Yeah, they'll be like, we've just become so close. And I'm like, but your boyfriend sucks. Damn. Well, I'm at the point. I'm I'm always single. So, like, this was a very much exception to the rule. But, like, um, I have no problem walking away at the first sign of you know, danger or red flag or whatever. I'm just like gone. I'm surprised because you guys did for how long? Two months? I think a little over two months, like maybe going on three. Yeah. And he kept it in. He just never. Well, okay. So this is more to paint the picture of who he is. When I was getting so upset, he was, he was surprised. Like he was truly surprised that I was getting so upset. And then he was like, I don't know why you're so upset. It's just politics. It doesn't matter. And I was like, yikes. I'm like, you are dripping with so much privilege right now. Like, and he's like, my parents only support Trump because of money. And I was like, that sucks too. Like even worse. (laughs) Yeah. That's like not your parents have the worst moral compass ever. Like this is crazy. Like your parents would rather have $40,000 than like, you know, trans people having the right to healthcare. Like that is bonkers, you know? But he's also like a trust fund baby, I think. And like, I think his parents pay part of his rent. He just, yeah, he he does. If Trump had won, his life would have not changed at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know this one girl I know who lives in San Diego. She's from Virginia. She is always, you know, ranting about how Trump is a good guy and like all this shit. She goes to Planned Parenthood to get her birth control. So she's so fucking pro-life. And I'm like, bitch, you get your birth control for fucking free. At a place you are like actively actively trying to be fun. Yeah. It's just like um Trump supporters on TikTok morning Trump who tried to ban TikTok. I'm like, do you understand how stupid you are? Yeah. Like, it just blows my mind. I love the people who are like, who says there aren't hot Trump supporters? And then they post a photo and I'm like, you are not hot. <laughs> oh, still not there. <laughs> do you know any? Like, this is not it. Is this a transformation post? Is this a reveal? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I straight guys on the internet online dating, you can tell who's a Trump supporter. Oh yeah. Just based off like fish photos or whatever. 
they also either don't list their political views or they're the ones that are like i don't like getting involved in politics i'm like well we know what that means oh. or they put moderate it's oh. like the people who write they drink sometimes you're like okay so you're either a full-blown alcoholic or a liar yeah uh, or you, <laughs> you know what i mean there's no middle ground here you choose one side sure one time on a date, he was like, yeah, I would never vote Democrat. And this was years ago. And I was like, all right, well, I guess you can pay the bill then. And then he <laughs> paid the bill and I left and never saw him again. <laughs> wow. Good for that. you. Like a couple desserts to go. He was also wearing khakis with running shoes. <clears throat> I was just going to say anybody, I think anyone wearing a polo anymore is probably a Trump supporter. Oh, yeah. That's like of the Trump clan. And I do mean clan. Or like an athletic polo. Yes. It's not even like a Ralph Lauren polo. It's like a Nike golf shirt. You're like, okay, I yes. can read between the lines here. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yep, I yep. met my friend's boyfriend when I was home a few weeks ago, and he was wearing an Under Armour polo tucked into jeans with a belt. Stop. How old is Were he? you in 1997? <laughs> right? I I was like, what year is it? Or is this just Virginia fashion? Ah, oh, it's a sad place. And then I was like, do you have guns? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get it out of the way. Let's just and cover it all. And he was like, "Yeah, how did you know?" I'm like, well, clearly your closet isn't full of fashion." Wow. Oh. Wait, was he hot otherwise? Because that really breaks my heart when they're like close to being hot. I don't know. He wasn't hot. Yeah. Tear. Where did you meet this guy, the Republican? Uh, Tinder. Huh. I like as a gay, I just really like take for granted that there are such ignorant gay people out there i mean to vote for trump is true it's it's not only voting like against like the the safety of the world at large it's just like actively against the lgbt community you know it's like what do you i could go on i'm so glad we don't have to do this much longer because by because of saturday's news like we don't have to debate trump anymore thank fucking god this news has made me (sighs) so horny like i can't even (laughs) kamala harris's tweets make me horny i felt that too i almost tweeted who else is horny right now but i was like it might just be me and this is gonna be weird <laughs> no 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 i would have smashed the like button for so sure so many election day babies well i now that trump yeah. didn't win are you tempted to go i guess once you have those views it's hard to go back but i'm like now that he's you know he can't <laughs> be a trump supporter oh, to the guy. yeah honestly i've played it out and he would need to come back to me with a wow i really did my research I was so wrong. I'm going to have a tough talk with my parents. You know, he'd have to do way too much. Like, I'm just, I'm not interested. There's too many, there's too much good dick in LA to get hung up on, on Orange County cock. Yeah. The, to the drive to Newport, Andy supports Trump. <laughs> oh. You get one. You get one. One. I mean, what's the grinder scene like right now? For me, I feel like the online or online dating is like, it's weird because no one's in a great place. So it is a very yeah. sad pool of people. It is a sad pool. Also, have you ever, have you, either of you ever, are you both single? No, I'm in a relationship. She has a living oh, boyfriend. Oh, good for yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you so um, much. <laughs> no, I've been reading about like um, avoidant uh, people when it comes to love. Like, have you heard this Attachment avoidant, theory. anxious, yeah. and secure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it's really fascinating. I'm avoidant. And apparently mostly avoidant people make up the dating pool because we very easily move to the next relationship or we like we're back in the pool and like secure people are off off the market faster. And um, so the dating scene. Yes. I don't know how I got on that tangent, but um, <laughs> gay boys were definitely 
feigning celibacy for a while. I don't think a lot of gays stopped hooking up during the pandemic. They just like were a bit more cautious. But I think it's like I don't even know if that was a like, gay scene thing. That could have just been a uh, that was me as well. <laughs> okay, so. uh, <laughs> everyone just kept it on the DL a little bit more. That's all. And yeah, it was general liars across uh, <laughs> the golf. Yeah, I mean, like I was not a saint during um, lockdown, but I was definitely like I I pumped the brakes for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. And like did like hike dates. It was actually a good excuse because gay guys are very quick to have sex to like put a a FaceTime date or a hike date in front of it. I could actually say no because of the pandemic to like sex. It was like not questioned, you know. Yeah. It was like so. It was kind of nice in that way. Yeah, it made it made you move slower. Yeah, I think it gave everyone like a chance to like second guess it a little bit, which if you're avoidant isn't the best thing. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, if I have to give this a half a second more of thought, okay, yeah, I really do want to go meet this person, hook up with this person, whatever. But when it's a ton of avoidant people, it also gave them a chance to be like, "Uh, maybe another Mm. time. And then you never. Yeah. (laughs) It's just you really had to go like, is this dick worth dying for? Like literally. Or killing my parents. Yeah, because I was living with my parents. (laughs) So it was a I would have to like tiptoe, you know, and sneak out. Not really. But I I was dating uh, a guy in my parents basement and I had to be like, "Uh -uh." Um, so that doesn't sound good, but. That Wait, you happened. like kept him in your parents' basement or you brought him over? No, no. I in the crawl space. House. I went to his house. Oh, okay. I told my parents I was going to a friend's house. Sure. And they were like, you don't have friends. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, <laughs> got me there. <laughs> and then I got herpes and they're like, from the friend, huh? <laughs> you know, so. Wait, have you, have you over, have you talked the herpes subject out to death? I just like, I mean, I feel like a lot of people have herpes. Oh, yes. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I just didn't know where you at with your journey. Oh, no. I mean, I've accepted it, but I still am just like, since I've gotten it, I've like had to tell two guys and they weren't mean about it, but I I haven't seen them. Uh huh. So I think that's been tough because it's I've experienced what it's like to have it dating. Sure. But I guess at the same time, it's like, well, obviously they didn't like me that much anyway. <laughs> It's a great litmus test for if they're really interested. Also, I just wish I wish it's like something you didn't have to reveal until like date 10, you know, but like it really affects probably date one in a lot of instances. One guy I hooked up with, um, we met, he like lives in this building, but um, he kept trying to nice wait in your building that you live in. Yeah nice yeah it's uh it's we're wearing full sweatshirt i'm like wearing a mask i'm wearing, I'm wearing my hood up i'm wearing like a face shield i'm like fucking get me out of here because he kept trying to have sex and i was without a con i was like what are you doing stop and he was like why why are you being weird about it i'm like why am i being weird about it i met you an hour ago also he's like i don't have anything and i go well i do i love it and then the other guy was like a fourth date i told him Nice. But oh, but you haven't seen either of them since. No. Honestly, I just I think you should um, I think it should be easy to test for it. I think you should test the person immediately and be like, you have it, too, because I bet one of those guys probably has it. Do you know what I mean? No, 100 percent. I need to get better at saying it. My friend's like, you need to say it like how when a baby falls. And if you're like, oh, oh, are you hurt? They'll cry. But if you're like, you're fine. Get up. You're fine. It's okay. So, yeah. So that's what I have to do with herpes. Like, yeah, I fucking have herpes. But I have herpes, everyone so has let's it. go. <laughs> I have herpes. Yeah. Everyone has it. My legs I have are herpes. Spread-eagle. It's fine. 
I've got no bumps. <laughs> like, check it, bitch. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> you have like a ring light on your pussy just to like really illuminate what's going on. I'm gonna get one of those like zoom in things. Oh, that dentists have that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like now I'm always skeptical of relationships and how people are, and I don't trust anyone. But I don't know. Why do you think you're avoidant? I well I okay well my parents I never saw my parents show each other affection ever and then they got divorced when I was 10 and neither really neither they both dated maybe for a second and then they've been single ever since so I never like saw like a working marriage and then like honestly nowadays it's like well first of all I'm not lonely which is I should be examined because yeah, it's, what's it's your weird like, I, <laughs> I just like I have too many things I want to do or like maybe my depression I don't know I just like don't like I like attention and I like companionship but I don't feel like I need it but that's also maybe because I've gotten this far without it so it's like yeah you don't obviously you don't need it you have a lot of years of experience being single and like yeah sex is always on the table at least for now and then I have really great friends so I feel like I have like intimacy with my friends and I have like sex with people I have sex with and I don't know I'm not stressed about it I also haven't seen many I haven't seen many long-term relationships that I am jealous of Mm -hmm. like that I'm like I want what they have I hear I see a lot of people working constantly to keep the relationship together and like that doesn't really appeal to me like I don't want it to be work year one to year seven and then break up at year seven and then it's like oh you're just sad and you have to like split up your belongings I know that's like a disastrous version of the future but like does that make sense yes I literally just (laughs) had a friend say to me she's like of course we don't like each other but you know we've been together for five years and like I'm she's like I'm 28 like can you imagine dating at 28 and I was sitting there like (laughs) <laughs> like bitch no, I'm dating at 28 with herpes like fuck <laughs> off <laughs> I'm like, and you're a comedian <laughs> yeah exactly I'm like yeah it kind of blows but she was like I'm just too old to get back in the dating pool I'm like at 28 I hate that see that's crazy that's really that's crazy. crazy yeah wait what about you how's your how's your relationship are you always it's, in one no 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 this is probably the I mean, we've been together five years, so it's definitely the longest relationship I've ever had. Wow. Do you guys have sex still? Oh, yeah. And Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I'll brag <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, it is one of those things where it sounds very cliche. I hate this because I would never be the person to say this. Like, oh, I married my best friend. I'm like, no, I have best friends. Like, we're not getting married. We're sure. Good. But we're in a good spot where we're like, we love each other, but it's also like a friend kind of thing. And... It's fun. That's amazing. So, but it does like when you see that not working out for other people, it's very, it definitely is an anomaly with the way people date now. And I think it just kind of comes down to it's like, if I felt like I was settling, I would have been out of it a very long time ago. So, sure. I don't know. I don't have a secret. It's just like, yeah, you do. It's called being secure with yourself. (laughs) It's it's rare. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Depends on the day. Someone who's secure with themselves are always in it. It's easier to get in a relationship. And then I hear Skylar talk and I'm like, yeah, maybe I just need to hit therapy a little harder. (laughs) (laughs) That's my issue. Oh, maybe I need self-esteem. I should get some. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Can you just blow some into my mouth? (laughs) COVID, COVID, COVID. Yeah. I know my therapist made me read a book on codependence. Um, have you cracked that one yet? Yeah, I have. Okay. I have. I'm on step four. I'm on step four. We are you codependent? Do you are you codependent with people? 
So I didn't think I was. And then <laughs> I book. saw a therapist. <laughs> how hard it is for me to read a book on codependence if no one's reading it to me just shows how codependent <laughs> I am. To be alone and not touch my phone. But I think I, yes, I'm, co- I'm realizing I am reading this. Because it is, it's a 12-step guide to codependence. So I'm doing wow. all these steps. And it's, um, I think I care too much what people think. Oh, I mean, that's everybody. That's New York. Yeah. And that's LA. like, it's that's like instant. That's like you tweet and you find out how liked you are you you post on instagram you find out how many people like you exactly i mean algorithms aside it's fucked up but also for a while i feel like i was pushing myself into relationships with guys who like claim to really like me because i didn't like myself enough to know that to say no which sounds really desperate and sad and i want to say that was when i was like 21 but this was like a year ago when i like dated someone who just like please let him like show up to my apartment and then immediately he just was like, actually, I don't want this. As soon as I said yes, for months, I'm like, <gasps> bringing flowers to my apartment. And I knew I didn't want to be with him, I, but I just gave in. And then he pulled away. My therapist was like, he used your codependence and just like, he used this wow. side of you of needing to be liked and not wanting someone else to let someone else down. There's also, for me, there's been like, um, I'll be dating like a guy who is perfect on paper. Like if you wrote him down on paper, I'd be like, damn, this is a catch. And I just wasn't feeling it, but I wouldn't break up out of fear that no other guy would, a good guy wouldn't come around again. You know, it's like, this might be this, the universe, this might be my, my last chance, you know? And it's like cut to three months later and like another really good guy pops up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was there a reason why you were breaking up with them? Um, probably the avoidant thing. I probably also have sex issues. I like sex is hottest to me. I've come to realize like the first time, like the first encounter with a guy. And I think it's because I've had like a lot of casual sex partners and very few intimate long-term sex partners. I place like a fantasy on the guy and it's like I fool around with the fantasy that night. And then like I slowly chip away at the fantasy. The more we hang out, I'm like, oh, he's not that great. Oh, he's not that nice. Oh, he's not that smart. He's not that funny. And then like I, you know, three weeks in and I'm like, I don't I don't, like I don't want to fuck this guy anymore. He's yeah. just like you're like Bon Jovi on Sex in the City. Did you see that? Episode? Yes. As soon as I sleep with her, I lose interest or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be that way. Like I want to experience like a very like fulfilling sexual relationship with like the same guy it just hasn't happened and i'm but i'm working on it yeah because i feel like do you think that's why you stay in it is like you're like because sometimes i felt like i was staying in stuff because i'm like this is your avoidant tendency to be like i don't want this so i would be like no you have to fight past this you can't just give up every time yep um i described it to someone as trying to swim beyond the break as the waves are coming in and it's so easy just like to let yourself get carried back to shore and start all over again but I think you're right I think there's this like you have to get over the hump you have to break through and then like someone also pointed out that like I had a really my 20s were crazy due to like alcohol and drugs and they're like oh you're like first relationships were psychotically exciting they were like motorcycles and and airplanes and trips and things like that and like real relationships are kind of boring yeah they're like yeah. very like calm and he's like you were not you didn't start calm you started chaotically and so now it's like this can't be right you know he's not flying me to new york you know like he's just buying he's we're splitting dinner no he's supposed to <laughs> buy me a pair of shoes you know it's like he's supposed to give me a private jet do you have one example of a crazy date that you can yeah 
Um, okay, so yeah, the one that sticks out, I had a Coachella boyfriend who is like someone who is your boyfriend while at Coachella. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> shortly after, he was like, I'm coming through LA, I'm gonna pick you up and we're gonna go to Vegas to meet my friends. And I was like, okay, like, let's do it. So we go to Vegas. We get there. I like this is like Molly and Coke and drugs and stuff. One of his friends is infinitely hotter than him and like into me sort of. And so like I'm like trying to wean off him. And then he I don't know if he picks up on it or he just gets mad. He gets wasted and like leaves me to have a threesome with these other two guys. And then me and his like friend wind up getting like bottles of wine and doing coke and listening to Lana Del Rey in his hotel room and like making out and stuff. But then this is complicated. This is also when I was a liar and a little drug addict and stuff. All he knew of that night was that he ditched me to have a threesome when we were supposed to be on our romantic weekend. I didn't tell him about him, his friend stuff. So he woke up horrified that he had like abandoned me and cheated and like ruined our weekend. And I like, kept my fucking mouth shut and then he was just like horrified at his behavior um and you're like yeah i'm really horrified and you need I'm to go so embarrassed i can't believe you would do this i want a first class flight back immediately yeah. <laughs> he was so he was like a nice guy he was like so understanding and so like upset with himself it, it was it was bad but yeah it was but, like you know vegas and coke and like flights and it was just it was crazy you know no, I don't. I've never been that kind of hot. I'm, I don't. You know I, what well, I mean? I'm not private that kind flights. of hot. <laughs> yes, you are. You they are. weren't private flights. They were just like, you know, flights. Yeah, I've never had a guy buy me a flight. Like, yes, I have flown to Miami for a guy. Yes, I have fucking drove to the Hamptons. But no, none all of it was on my big. own dime. Yeah, all on my own dime. In fact, I paid for the hotel in the Hamptons. So. Uh, hey, you got, you got miles out of it. I got, you, you go. know, I got a damaged perspective of the world <laughs> oh i got that too i got that too yeah okay <laughs> we got that for free <laughs> wait where did you meet this guy like how do you meet a rich guy who flies you places coachella. i was always curious oh coachella right coachella yeah he wasn't um, a camper you were a camper oh no we had uh, that year i think my friend had an rv oh, no we rented a house we rented a house and you see this is it wasn't it wasn't all deluxe there were so many people that want it was like the more the merrier and this was like early 20s or like you know whatever and we're like yeah come stay with us yeah we have a couch yeah we have a walk-in closet me and this guy wound up like sleeping in a walk-in closet during Coachella but it was like hot sounds like New York yeah and like (laughs) it was it was a huge New York apartment um (laughs) but I did like you know be like riding this guy's face into the sunrise and um we just fell in love you know yeah, yeah, I've uh, I fell in love with a waiter at the Tempe Improv. He's still my hottest pole. <laughs> <laughs> I um had a Burning Man boyfriend who was inexplicably hot. Smelled. Um, no, ever he was pretty. He was actually pretty hygienic. Um, but I found out he was on heroin. Oh. And I think that's why I he's my friends. Like we were all at the same camp, but I spent the night every night in his tent. He was like six four. Him like you know hugging me as tight as he could because it was really cold in the desert at night and he's like covered in tattoos he's gorgeous he's an actual model and my friends would be like are you with Cody I'm like yeah I have no idea what's going on um because it was just crazy that he had like 
latched on to me and he was there with me that we never left each other side the whole week but then i found out i think that he was like on heroin and like he was in a, he was at a bottom of sorts mm-hmm. um and i was proud to be that bottom <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like a lot, a lot of guys get sober after nights with me and i'll be like <laughs> when i was going to aa in the city i'd always be like i recognize that <laughs> that face kind of <laughs> like oh. let me squint a little bit here i think yeah guys yeah. yeah, Oh, in West Hollywood, like, I've been in West Hollywood now for so many years. I'm, like, woken up in that apartment, woken up in that apartment, <laughs> woken up in that apartment. I shudder. Like, I can't go down yeah. certain streets. Like, you just remember something you did, and you're just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I think about when shit, like, if something gets around the internet, I'm always like, is someone I know going to see this and be like, oh, this fucking bitch lived? Like, <laughs> oh, she's still here. <laughs> she's, she's still, still pulling this shit. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> But what's, uh, yeah, what's one, I guess you wouldn't want your mom to know that stuff. Or maybe you would. I don't know your relationship with your mom if you guys are close. Um, We're pretty open. Uh, My mom thing is like, it's again another drunk thing. And it was like Christmas break. And I was, oh, it's Christmas time. And I was home. And I was going to a bar that I used to like work at, a gay bar. I asked to borrow my mom's car. And I borrowed it. Got beyond hammered at the bar. As I was driving home at a stoplight, I threw up all over the dashboard, like covered the steering wheel, got in all like the buttons and stuff like that. And then I tried to like clean it at like 3.30 in the morning while drunk in like the driveway, like snow coming down and stuff. But I did a horrible job. And then the next morning, my mom was like, did you get sick in the car? And I was like, oh, yeah, I did. I think it was something you made me for dinner. And then she apologized to me. (laughs) (laughs) How bad of a cook is your mom that she believed that? (laughs) She's just like, she's too sweet. She's like the sweetest woman ever, ever, ever. She canceled her HelloFresh subscription (laughs) that day. She's like, you poisoned my son. And and to be fair, it was a Kia. So those might come standard with a pile of vomit on the dashboard. How could that would have been the better response? How could you tell? <laughs> yeah, how could you tell? It's a Mom, Kia. <laughs> it's a fucking Kia. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it looks better with the throw up on it. <laughs> yeah, it gives it some life. <laughs> so to this day, she doesn't. I guess. Yeah. Why would you? I, I mean, I came. Up? I came clean recently, but it was like um, a long. It was a secret I had for a long time. But yeah, with like getting sober and stuff, I like confessed and I. Like, I, I had her new car like detailed as like amends for doing that. That's nice. Yeah, it all comes back around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to clean up my karma. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you're cleaning it up. Literally, karma, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm so glad you did it. And um, you started yours, right? What's your podcast? I did. Maybe I should have you two on as like a duo. Yeah, it's like um, it's called Good Morning Sodomites, and it's five episodes are up. But it's me and a guest talking about their sexual journey. I love it. Yeah. yeah only one episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? I need a three-part journey on that. It could be a three-part. It could be a trilogy. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, great. Well, do you want to plug your handles and stuff too? It's Zach Noe Towers everywhere. It's Z-A-C-H-N-O-E-T-O-W-E-R-S. Everywhere. Hell yeah. Love it. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.